Hi, welcome to Marketer for Hire. I'm your host, Sunny Logsdon, and I understand that not all business owners have a marketing background. That's why I'm here, to provide tips and advice on how to build the right team to unlock your business's full potential without wasting precious time and money. Each week, we'll break down complex marketing concepts into easy-to-understand pieces so that you can delegate confidently. Whether you're a business owner with a marketer on your team or you're just beginning the journey of hiring a marketer, I'm passionate about helping you maximize success. So if you're looking for ways to get the most out of your marketing budget, reduce frustration from lack of results, and provide clear strategic marketing direction to your team, this show is for you. Hi, and welcome to Marketer for Hire. It has been a while since I've done an episode without a guest. And I have to say, I have really enjoyed all the guests I've had on and the conversations that we've had. I hope you have too. But today I am quite happy to be back with a solo episode for you. And I am excited about today's topic because today I am going to be talking about podcast pitching. I'm going to lay out all the steps that you need to take to land a guest spot on a podcast that will grow your audience, grow your authority, and ultimately grow your business. In my opinion, being a guest on the right podcast is really one of the easiest and most effective ways to expand your audience. It is a wonderful thing to add to your marketing strategy because not only does it get you in front of a new audience, but guesting establishes you as an expert in your field and it creates a familiarity with listeners because they're able to be a fly on the wall. They're able to just listen to you in a natural conversation and they get to experience your personality in a way that social media and emails and copywriting just can't convey. You think as a podcaster that maybe I'm doing this episode as an FYI to people who pitch me to be a guest, like, here's how I'd like you to pitch me. And honestly, well, I do hope that maybe some of the people who pitch me will listen because I do get a lot of bad generic pitches. But the real catalyst for this episode is an email that came from one of my former students of Rise and Repeat, my marketing course. In her email, she asked, what is the best resource for becoming a guest on a good podcast? We have some websites that do matching with podcasts and guests. Is this the best direction as far as you know? So this is where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with her question. The absolute best way to successfully pitch a podcast is to do your research, to find a podcast that serves your audience, and to write a personalized custom pitch. We will get into the details on how to do this in a minute. But first, let's tackle the subject of podcast matching websites because yes, they are out there and they make it seem really easy, don't they? But I have to say this is not my favorite option because typically established podcasts, they are not on these sites. They don't need to be on the sites because they have people pitching them all the time. They have people lined up to guest on their shows. And so they don't need to go on these websites that typically have maybe not as experienced guests and you're really weeding through the people that you're matched with and the pitches that you're getting there. 
So you are going to get more bang for your buck. And remember that as a business owner, time is always money. You are going to have the most success by seeking out a specific podcast and creating that custom pitch for them. Now, one caveat here, if your palms are sweating and your normally eloquent delivery deteriorates into incoherent stammering at the mere thought of being on a podcast, then don't go pitch a podcast that you're dying to be on quite yet. In fact, a matching site could be a great place for you to find new podcasts with small audiences where you can kind of cut your teeth as a guest. The bigger shows are going to want to see that their podcast isn't your first rodeo. They often ask you to submit examples of podcasts that you've been on when you pitch so that they can just hear you, they can see what you're about, they can make sure that you speak eloquently, that you give really solid information. So having a list of podcasts that you've been on can be a really good thing. So sometimes these smaller podcasts are a really great place to start. Now let's go ahead and assume that you are past that stage and you are ready to get onto some bigger podcasts. You're ready for some bigger guest spots. So how do you go about getting those spots? Sometimes it can seem like a little bit of a mystery, but it is possible and I'm gonna show you exactly how. The first thing that you're going to wanna to do is to get clear on why you want to be a guest. If you're a regular listener, you know that I don't believe in wasting time on marketing tactics that aren't creating results. So think about how podcasting is fitting into your overall marketing and business strategy. For example, maybe you want to build credibility and position yourself as an expert on a certain topic. Maybe you need to build out your sales funnel by getting in front of some new audiences. Or maybe you're just looking for a new way to create connections through networking. You know, there are a lot of podcast hosts who are leaders in their industry, and it can be a really good thing to get on their radar to have a wonderful conversation with them. One really neat thing about podcasting, in my opinion, is the connections that it has allowed me to make with people who I might not otherwise have a reason to reach out to. So that is absolutely a valid reason. Whatever your reason is, once you've defined how podcasting serves your larger marketing strategy, the next thing you're going to want to do is get clear on the audience that you want to reach. If you've worked with me through my Rise and Repeat course or as a private client, you should be really clear on who your target audience is. If you haven't and you're not clear, take a minute to think about your ideal customer, the person or company that you really want to reach and jot down a description this is going to be really helpful as you think about which podcast you want to be on. You want to choose podcasts who are serving your ideal audience. You want to be on podcasts whose listeners are the people that you want to become your clients and customers. So think about which podcasts out there cater to the same audience. Let me give you an example. If you're a naturopathic doctor, 
you could go on a podcast that other naturopathic doctors listen to. And it could be really good for your ego. It could be good for your reputation. But at the end of the day, it is probably not going to grow your business because it's not the podcast that your future patients are listening to. You want to choose a podcast that your patients would be listening to because that audience is more likely to seek you out and seek out other content by you and hopefully jump into your funnel and become a future client. As you're creating your list of the podcasts that you want to pitch, also think about how big they are, what type of guests they have on, and whether or not you fit within that group. If you're not a big name yet and you don't have an in, then you know you are probably not going to land a spot on Planet Money or Roadmap for Success with a cold pitch. Not yet anyway. You'll get there. When I'm creating a pitch list for clients, I focus on the lesser known podcasts that have been around for at least a year and have had guests of a similar caliber to my client. So I look for podcasts that are bringing on maybe some of my client's competitors or someone that offers similar services or similar to my client in some way. A good way to find a podcast to pitch is to think of someone in your space who's just ahead of you in terms of publicity and brand awareness and see what podcast they've been on. Include those podcasts on your list. And as you're looking at those podcasts, see which podcasts pop up as suggested for you. They'll usually be in the same vein as the ones that you have on your list and are usually good ones to dig into and figure out if they are a good fit for your pitch list. I also like to include a few stretch podcasts, not something as big as, say, Tim Ferriss's podcast, which is pretty much a household name, but maybe a podcast that is well-known in the industry. Maybe it's one that would be recognized in a conversation at an industry conference, let's say. As you're creating the pitch list, Be sure that the podcast regularly interviews guests. This is something that I um, have actually had several clients come to me and say, I'm trying to get on this podcast and I'll go look. And I'm like, well, they don't really take guests. So they are probably not going to accept your pitch. So be sure that you are pitching podcasts that regularly do guest episodes. Even sometimes there'll be a podcast where It's mostly solo episodes and there are a few guests, but a lot of times they are well-known or there's a connection in the background. So if they're not regularly bringing on guests, it's probably not a podcast you want to spend your time pitching. Okay, so now you have your ideal podcast pitch list and it's time to create your pitch. The first thing I want you to do is to head to the podcast's website. Typically, on that page, you will see information about how they like to receive pitches. Some podcasts like to receive pitches via a form on their website. Others ask you to send an email to someone. So once you know where you're going to pitch, next thing you want to do is figure out how are you going to set your pitch apart and get their attention because chances are they have a lot of guests pitching them. Whether it's the host or the person fielding the request, your goal is to be different and to show them how you can provide value to their audience. 
when you write a pitch, keep the three R's in mind. They are relate, relay, and recap. So first, find a way to relate to the host. And yes, sometimes it won't be the host reading it, but you know what? If you can relate to the host, that is also going to appeal to their gatekeeper. I strongly recommend that you actually listen to the podcast, which you might think, well, duh, of course I'm going to listen to the podcast. But I cannot tell you how many pitches come through and I read them and I'm like, you have not even listened to my podcast. This is so vague. So if you can get specific and listen to their podcast and find something that you can relate to that was mentioned in an episode, you are immediately going to stand out. For example, if I heard a host mention that they went to University of Missouri for journalism school, then I might mention that in my intro to them because that's where I went. So I would mention that along with something specific about that episode that stuck out to me. This not only tells them that we have something in common, that I am a normal person that can relate to them, it also shows that I've actually listened to the podcast. If you don't have anything in common with the host after listening to an episode or two, don't worry. You can relate to them over something that they said or something that a guest said in the episode, like, I loved your question that you asked him about the Instagram algorithm. It's something that I've been wondering for years, and I loved that he said blah, blah, blah. Of course, you don't want to go into too much detail. Otherwise, you'll lose their attention. You want to get to what it is that you're writing about, which is why you'd be a great guest. Two to a maximum of three sentences relating to the host is going to go a long way. The next part of your pitch should relay the information that you want to share with their listeners. I suggest pitching two to three topics in this format. One sentence that explains the topic, followed by three takeaways for the audience. So let's say that my three topics are one, SEO, two, creating a content strategy, and three, being a great guest on the podcast. I would write a sentence explaining what I want to say about SEO, and then my three bullets underneath would detail the takeaways that their audience is going to learn in this episode. Then I would go on to topics two and three and write them in the same format. Remember when you come up with your topics that the service you provide or the product that you sell, that is not the topic that you want to pitch. That feels super promotional and that is not what a podcast is looking for. Instead, think about how you can provide value to that specific podcast's listeners. If you've done any media pitching at all, like magazines or TV, it's really the same concept. You're not there to promote yourself overtly. Anyway, of course, you are promoting yourself, but that's not what they're looking for. You are there to provide value to their audience. That's why I suggest including those key takeaways for the listener, because you're really spelling out to the host or to the gatekeeper exactly why their audience is going to benefit from listening to you. All right, and the last part of the pitch is a recap. Give a quick recap of why you and your topic are the perfect fit for their podcast listeners. If you're sending your pitch via a form on a website, I know it can be tough to get all of this in, but the more personalized that you can make it, the better. Even if it's short form and 
you're just giving them a couple of sentences. Do your best to relate to them, to show your personality, and to demonstrate why you're a great fit for their listeners. So that is a short and sweet overview of how to write a pitch. And before I wrap up, I want to tackle just a few questions that have come up again and again around podcast pitching. One is, is it okay to pitch the same topics to multiple podcasts? Well, it really depends on who you're pitching. Big podcasts prefer original content, and you're more likely to get that guest spot if your topic is fresh. That said, the truth is that most of us have three to five topics that we're really good at talking about, and we are just recycling those topics again and again, and that is totally okay. But what you do want to do is try to come up with different angles for those topics. Come up with some different takeaways Pitch it differently to each outlet or podcast that you're pitching to. Yes, some of it's going to overlap, but not repeating yourself is also good for your own marketing strategy because you're going to want to promote all of your guest spots to your own audience. And when your messages are not repetitive, when you are always offering at least some new tidbits of information, your audience is going to want to listen to these podcasts, and it's going to keep them engaged. When your main messages for your different podcast interviews are even just a little bit different, what you'll see is that the podcast episodes will all be named a little differently, and that's going to pique the interest of your audience and keep people listening to multiple episodes that you have guested on. Another question I get is whether it's okay to follow up if you don't hear back after a pitch. The answer to this one is yes, absolutely. People are busy and emails and forms, they get lost in the shuffle. If you've submitted a form, wait a few weeks and resubmit it with a note that this is a resubmit. If you're sending an email and you need to send another one, Be nice, of course, casually mention that you're reaching out again because you know that things get busy. What you don't want to say is, I sent this pitch in two weeks ago and I haven't heard back from you. That's not going to give them the right impression of you. So just be gentle, acknowledge that things get busy, tell them you're popping it to the top of their inbox and it will be well received. It also never hurts to just mention how much you love the podcast and that you are popping it to the top of their mailbox because you are just dying to be a guest. A little praise goes a long way. One thing I do not recommend is following up with an email if you've already submitted a form. If there's a form on the website for submissions, then there's usually a process being followed on the back end, and that email follow-up might feel a little pushy. So if it's a form, follow up the second time through the form. Don't follow up with an email. All right, lastly, I have had people ask if they'll see more success if they hire a media agency to do their podcast pitching. And my answer here is absolutely not. And maybe this is music to your ears because you don't want to spend the budget on it. Ask any podcaster and they will tell you that most agency pitches we get are pretty generic and uninteresting. When I work with my clients on podcast strategy and pitching, We create specific pitches like the ones that I described, and then my client or someone on their team actually sends the pitch because it's more authentic and they are going to have more luck 
if they send it, then if I send it. So I will send them the pitch and they will just send it on from their email address. And usually we create that pitch together. I typically do not create a pitch in a vacuum because it really does need to be my client's ideas going into it because you guys are the ones that are going to be interviewed. And so the pitch needs to be written about what you're excited about talking about. Now, one exception might be if I have a relationship with the host of the podcast that you want to get on. In that case, I will send the pitch in an introduction email. But in that case, I really do start it off like, hey, I want to introduce you to so-and-so. They're a big fan of your podcast. And here's the topics we think would be really great. And here's why. And I've copied them so that you guys can take it from here. So I allow them to take over that relationship instead of me serving as the middleman. And I've generally found that, again, that just feels better to the podcast rather than feeling like they are dealing with an agency and knowing that they are actually dealing with the person who is going to come on their podcast. Okay, so this has been a quick hit covering how to pitch a podcast and answering some of the random questions that I get. Of course, this is only the beginning of the process. Once you land that guest spot, it is super important to have a strategy that drives that podcast's listeners into your funnel. And you want to think about how you're going to leverage this podcast spot in your own marketing. So there's a lot more to think about, but we are out of time for today. So I'll bookmark that for another future episode. And in the meantime, if you have any questions about pitching podcasts that I didn't cover here, I would absolutely love to hear them. I will answer them on my social, or if it is big enough, I will create a podcast episode on it. Just reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn and let me know what you're wondering. And if you happen to land a podcast after hearing this episode, I would love to hear about that too. Thank you for being here today. I hope you learned a lot. And here's to being a guest on your dream podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketer for Hire podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights to help you delegate marketing so that you can confidently get out of the details. If you enjoyed the show, will you do me a favor? Will you hit the follow button and leave a review and a rating? And if you've heard something that you think will help another business owner, be sure to send them a link to the episode. I'd sure appreciate it. And most importantly, before you go, I just want to say that I know your time is so valuable as a business owner, and I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me today. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next time.